Welcome to the Devotional Toddcast, hosted by Pastor Todd Walker and Crossroads Church in Littleton, New Hampshire. So for the Toddcast tonight, I'm going to call this Bouncing the Bully. Anyone ever been bullied? Who's been bullied growing up? Let's see those hands. Who was the bully? Let's see those hands. No, no one's going to admit it. Everyone at some point in our lives has been bullied, right? And we don't like bullies, do we? We don't like bullies. They make us feel bad about ourselves. And more than that, they make us live in fear. One of the biggest bullies in my life now is when my children get hurt and sick. I don't like that. I honestly don't. I don't like when my children get hurt and sick. Ask my wife. I hate it when my kids get hurt. I, I feel like a big mama bear when, my, when I see kids getting germs or if I see my kids running around a sharp corner or something like that. And that happened the other day. Thurman went headlong right into the corner of a wall. And when I see something like that, I jump into action. I'm like Jason Bourne. I'm putting rubber things. I'm putting rubber things on those corners. I'm chasing them with vitamin C. Um, because I don't like when my kids get sick and hurt. It feels like it's a big bully in life when I have to fight off germs with my kids. I remember one time, little Marcus, when he was uh, just just one year old, I think. He, he thought he was at the bottom of our of our stairs in our old house, and so he turned around and ran he thought I was coming down to, to kind of chase him and he, he wasn't at the bottom of the stairs. He ended up diving off the last two stairs and hit his head right on the hard tile and got pretty hurt. And in a matter of minutes, ask Janine, in a matter of minutes I was online ordering rubber things to protect the, the hard tile floor so that it never happened again. Because one thing I never want to see happen is my kids get really, really hurt. You don't mess with the Todd father, okay? <laughs> Now, I did get cut bullied a couple times in school. It did happen a couple times. I was neither the strongest nor the most popular kid in school, but I was a wisecracker. This might not surprise you. And I did get a couple bullies angry at me because of that. Until 10th grade. Something happened in 10th grade. In 10th grade, I made a friend. His name was Kurt Chermblow. Yes. He was the largest kid in school. He was tall, he had a shaved head, and he was built like a brick wall. But Kurt was also very friendly. I sat by Kurt in science class, and it made him laugh a lot, and so we became good friends. And nobody messed with Kurt. Nobody. He was head and shoulders above everybody else in school. In fact, a few years ago, I decided to try to find Kurt Chermblow on the internet, find, find out where he is, where he's been. And I discovered that Kurt has spent some time working as a bouncer for a nightclub. No lie. And that made perfect sense to me because Kurt was huge. And I noticed that every time I hung out with Kurt in high school, no one messed with me either. I could walk down the hallways with Kurt, eat lunch with Kurt, go to wood shop with Kurt, and I had like a shield of invincibility around me. The logic was that if you mess with Kurt's friends, you also mess with Kurt. And nobody messed with Kurt. I once saw Kurt, this is a true story, I once saw Kurt accidentally destroy a CPR dummy. No lie. He was doing compressions on the CPR dummy, and he was supposed to do 15 compressions, but he ended up doing 14 and missing one. So the teacher reminded Kurt, because he was counting along with him, that he missed one. Kurt reached over with his big bear-like paw and slammed his fist on the CPR dummy. The head popped off. No lie. That actually happened. After that, literally nobody messed with Kurt. But Kurt was my friend. In fact, I believe I saved Kurt's life once, really. And I think I saved the life of another kid at the same time. Some kid, some moron in my high school, 
decided that he was going to prank Kurt. And he told him that a paintball, you guys know what paintballs are? You guys ever shot paintballs? He told him that a paintball was actually a gumball. Bad idea. So Kurt, for a moment, believed this kid. And he took this paintball and put it in his mouth, ready to chew it. And I said, Kurt, stop. It's not a paintball, or it's not a gumball, it's a paintball. Don't eat it. Kurt spit it out, and then he just stared at this kid that pranked him like he wanted to kill him. I mean, it was a really scary scene. And then Kurt looked at me and said, Todd, thanks, buddy. You're my homeboy. That's what Kurt said to me. Kurt and I were good buddies. And because of that, I walked down the hallways of my public school with my head high in confidence, not because I was tough, but because Kurt was tough and Kurt had my back. Now, bullies are everywhere in this life, aren't they? We need a Kurt Chermblow or a good father to protect us from the bullies in life. And thankfully, as we discussed on Sunday, we have that good father. Listen to what it says in 1 John 4, 16 to 18, a passage we'll get to eventually. John says, so we have come to know and believe the love that God has for us. God is love and whoever abides in love abides in God and God abides in him. By this, love is perfected with us so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment. Because as he is, so also are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. John tells us that we who follow Jesus know God. And because we know God, we know love because God is love. And since we know both God and love, we have a protector against the biggest bully of all time, fear. Fear bullies everybody on this planet. I don't care who you are. Fear bullies all of us. Fear is not a respecter of persons. It belongs to the devil, and he, his greatest weapon of all time is fear. He has owned and enslaved millions of souls simply through fear. The biggest destroyer of lives in this world is not heart disease or cancer or car accidents or COVID or even old age. The biggest destroyer of our lives in this culture is anxiety. And it's not even close. Anxiety is at an all-time high. People are anxious about everything. We're anxious about our health, our relationships, our jobs, the economy, what people will think about us, germs, traveling, and even going to church. Fear is running rampant in our culture. The bully fear is dominant, and there seems to be nobody that can stand up to fear. But of course, there is one whom fear cannot bully. God's perfect love. Just when I, like, like when I put rubber, protective rubber covers over the sharp corners in her house, or when I walk down the hallways of Abington Heights High School with Kurt Chermblow next to me, God's perfect love bounces the bully called fear. Notice it again. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out or bounces fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. Fear can be cast out of our lives and souls by having God's perfect love. Now, we need a few more minutes to flesh out this idea of what God's perfect love is and how we get it. And we don't have the time to do that tonight, but we will get to that one day because we're studying 1 John, and this passage is from 1 John chapter 4. But John says that if we have perfect love, it will cast out fear of our lives. All fear. Think about that. 
Even the fear of standing before a holy God at Judgment Day. Can you think about that? Standing before a holy, righteous God would be a terrifying experience. But John says, not if you have the perfect love of God. It casts out fear. If we have God's perfect love, we are safe and secured by that love, and fear cannot bully us anymore. Now, sadly, even Christians struggle with anxiety, including this one. I have a chronic condition that makes my stomach upset. Some of you guys probably have that as well. There's a term for it, but in the spirit of being vague and proper tonight, I'm not going to get into the messy details. But basically, I was enslaved to this chronic physical condition until one day I realized that this chronic condition was more affected by the mind than the body. And more than even the food that I was putting into my body. The mind is what, making, what was making this condition really bad in my life. When I'm anxious, my tummy reacts to that stress and it causes issues for my stomach. Now, I used to blame food or a random turn of events for this condition. I even called it the cross I have to bear in this life. You guys ever done that? But in all reality, it was a bully called anxiety it was making me enslaved to fear, to anxiety. Until one day, God helped me realize that he loved me so much and it was proven time and time and time again. So much so that I don't need to be bullied by fear or anxiety anymore. I was letting the bullies of this life push me around and at the same time claiming that I had God on my team. And then God made me question that logic. Can I be on God's team and be enslaved to fear? Now, when I was with Kurt Schoenblow at Abington Heights, I was not afraid of the bullies in my school because I had the biggest kid in the school as my friend. The Almighty God is our Heavenly Father. Think about that. The Almighty God of this universe calls us His children. Should we let fear and anxiety push us around when God is next to us? Absolutely not. Perfect love casts out fear. Once I began to realize this truth, that is the day that I stood up to the bully of fear and anxiety and I chased it away by the presence of God. We don't need to be afraid in this life. If God loves us, and if we could see evidence of his love all over our lives, which I believe all of you can, we need to stand up to fear and anxiety and let it know that from now on, we take orders from one person only, the Lord Jesus Christ. Notice what it says in Philippians 4, 4 to 7. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Do you see it? Fear and anxiety be gone. You're not welcome at Crossroads Church anymore. We have the perfect love of God, and we will bounce you fear and anxiety today in the name of Jesus. Thanks for listening to the Devotional Toddcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. Learn more about us at CrossroadsOfLittleton.com. Crossroads Church, seeking to shine the light and love of Jesus in the heart of New England.